Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. Everyone has their own system for how they keep track of what they need to get done every day. Some people have a personal assistant, others use bullet journaling, and there's even the classic straightforward to-do list. I spoke with Brandon Fredericks, CPA and principal at Apple Growth Partners about how he relies on his calendar to decide what gets done, on which he wrote a blog post titled The Death of the To-Do List. Brandon and I discussed how using your calendar can help you prioritize your most impactful tasks, how to handle competing priorities, the value in blocking off free time on the calendar, and much more. Here's what Brandon told me when I asked him what inspired him to write the blog post in the first place. With the COVID and all the reflection time, uh, one of the things our team had started to do on kind of a more routine cadence was kind of share best tips, practices, as we were all kind of going through this new time period together. And one thing that I had been exploring for a while is just, you know, how to become a little bit more efficient with time, with the blurring, obviously, of working from home with professional and personal life, additional responsibilities. You know, we were blessed to do a lot of stuff with PPP. So just new tasks and responsibilities. You know, the workload, which you've probably seen, has just become astronomical for a lot of our professionals. And I just needed a, a better, more consistent system for myself. And, you know, it's one of those tips that I kind of shared with a lot of my team members that resonated with them um, kind of after explaining it to it. And uh, I thought, you know, why stop sharing there and uh, uh, kind of work with our marketing team and I uh, wanted to kind of share it with the um, uh, rest of, you know, kind of the professional world. And I think depending on, you know, how, how someone's day goes, they can either probably feel really empowered by their to-do list or maybe, you know, by the end of the day when there's just all these things that they have been, haven't finished, maybe resented a little uh-huh. bit. Where, where do you think that to-do lists sometimes fall short as people are trying to be, you know, as efficient as they can with their work? Yeah, I think that's what I struggle the most with. And what I switched to is, you know, you start your today with, you know, your, your, your key task or your key objectives. Um, and then by, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, you're just continuing to add to them. And again, it's not that I don't use, you know, other type of note systems, but my main driver, like I said, is my calendar. And where I think it kind of just falls short for myself is um, not really optimizing what I kind of want to get done. And, and rather than focusing on larger objectives and continuous improvement and continuous progress towards some of our larger tasks and goals, whether it's client service, whether it's leading a uh, you know, firm initiative, whether it's a community endeavor, um, I think we get so infatuated with you know, check marks and you know, scratching things off that um, the old adage is you know, uh, the best part of it is the journey um, uh, and enjoying that. And I think sometimes we just get so caught up with, you know, completing something that we're not really even asking ourselves sometimes, you know, what is it that we're actually trying to do? What's the impact that we're trying to make? Um, you know, what, what are we trying to grow in? And I think by using the calendar, being a lot more objective, uh, objective specific, I think it can really enhance, you know, what we're actually, uh, what the product is that we're providing, what the services that we're providing our time, really, which is our most precious resource that we have. And I love that perspective. Can you tell me more about how you use your calendar to, to figure out what needs to be done? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's other people use it and they got their own systems. And 
I'm a big framework guy. Nothing should ever be so set in stone and rigid um, that it can't be flexible. But for myself, it really kind of starts, um, you know, either at the end of day Friday or, or over the weekend or, or first thing Mondays, I really kind of look at just my week and, you know, the big items that I'm focusing on, whether it's specific client projects, um, you know, uh, firm initiatives, and what do I really need to kind of move that week and the week beyond and really start to look at my schedule and really protect, in essence, protect my time to make sure that I'm driving towards those goals and those progress. I think this is where, you know, I'm blessed at working um, for a firm that really believes in setting goals for our, ourselves individually, for our departments, and for the firm overall, um, and being able to kind of mesh those and really ask yourself, when you put something on your calendar, for me, it's pretty simple. My filter is, you know, how is this helping advance any of those goals, whether it's for myself, uh, for the department, or for the firm. And it's a really easy filter where, especially during COVID, if, it, if it's really not servicing one of those purposes, I really got to ask myself, is that worth my time? Um, and so before something goes on there, it's a really big critical thing I, I look at. So, and then I just basically start to kind of work the schedule um, and, and put things in place that it starts to make sense. Um, you know, by looking at the schedule and looking at a week or two weeks or, or whatever time frame needs to be done, um, not only am I looking at what needs to be done, but when it needs to be done, um, making sure things align. I need to talk to certain individuals to get their perspective, making sure you have the right people at the table. You can start to really get a better game plan rather than just having a piece of paper saying, hey, uh, we need to have this client meeting. Well, what are we really trying to achieve here? What are the objectives? And really being a lot more intentional and thoughtful to our days. Um, to really kind of, again, optimize um, uh, the time and commitment and energy that we're putting forth in those efforts. And it's interesting what you mentioned earlier about people maybe being too focused on just uh, checking things off and, and saying that they did something else. Because when you talk about this, obviously, when someone's looking at their schedule, there's only so much time in a workday to get these things done, unlike you know a to-do list where you could write 50 things down and there's nothing stopping you. But I imagine when you are staring at your calendar, like you mentioned, for the week or two weeks, it really forces you to say, okay, what makes sense to get done this week? Exactly. Um, you become a lot more, you become a lot more disciplined. Um, and, and, and honestly, I, I think you start to accomplish more because you start to really kind of look at your time and your days in a little bit of a different lens. Um, you know, something as simple as, as, you know, again, our firm now has adopted more kind of a work from anywhere policy where I, I guess I raised my hand and one of those hybrid employees where I'm spending two to three days in the office now and, and also, you know, two to three days at home. Um, but the days I go into the office, I got a young family before with a to-do list, you know, I'd just be sitting there cranking out work. And before you look up, you know, you're getting the text messages from your wife. You're about, you know, being late for dinner. Now everything's very intentional. Like I, I know when my day needs to end. I know I know when I need to head home to obviously engage in the family. Um, and I can still look back at the day and knowing that I've achieved um, in essence, just as much or more than I did previously. And I feel so much better about my day. Um, to me, it's not so much about getting more done. It's it's about the quality and what we're putting forth to help, again, kind of move forward, again, whatever that objective or initiative is. Um, and that's really kind of my metric or, or, or evaluation criteria at the end of the day is, is you know, how did we move the needle? Um, not so much what we crossed off our list. 
And something you've mentioned a couple times, Brandon, you know, is, is intention, being intentional about what you're doing. And obviously, um, each person's schedule and their work day is very dependent on the organization, their role. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to people who love this idea, but aren't exactly sure how to prioritize their calendar when they have so many competing priorities? Yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. Um, you know, the first thing I would kind of do is look at, you know, your role within your organization, your firm, or your team. Um, where do you provide, uh, you know, the most impact um, or contributions? So if you're a very front and facing client service perspective, you know, a, a person providing a client experience, then you're going to need to kind of look at your schedule and reserve time for those client um, interactions, whether it be um, actual client meetings, whether it be, um, you know, reviewing work papers or, or preparing any of those items, um, and really start to kind of look at your schedule in terms of blocks. I would also kind of look at not all of us um, work in the same way and we have the same energy level. So as you're building your calendar, also keep in the way or keep in mind kind of the way you work. Now, again, being, um, you know, in a client facing industry, we also need to be obviously first and foremost there for our clients. But where it's adaptive, try to save or block your schedule, reserve your schedule for when you get your best work done, right? Again, back to the contributions that you provide. If you know that uh, you got a big deadline coming up and you need to get through a lot of uh, team work papers and, and you need to have a couple client meetings, then make that a priority. Really look at what that priority is and schedule that first and make that really kind of a non-negotiable. I think once the one thing I think I realized going through this, and I had the same thoughts about, you know, can this work? Can it you know, still be flexible enough to um, service you know, clients and all that? One thing I think I realized was you can still command your schedule and protect the time that's most important to you to get that number one thing done that day and still work everything else in around it. I think I can count on one hand over the last you know, three plus years that I've been using the system that I would say uh, I, my non-negotiable um, got blown up for whatever reason. Um, I think that's the one thing people are a little bit scared of at first. And then once you start to kind of work that in, um, you'll see how adaptable it is and how flexible you can still be while still um, really honing in on that one thing that week or that one thing that um, day that is really going to help you be impactful and help you move the needle. And you also mentioned in uh, the blog post about the value of blocking off free time. Why do you mm -hmm. think that is uh, so, so important? I think, I think that's tremendously important. Um, you know, when, you, when we look at our schedules, whether you're using Outlook or, or Gmail, especially in this day and age with you know, the Zooms, the Teams, whatever their video conference platform, uh, people have access to your calendars and they go look for the quote unquote free time. And I use free because I, I would love to talk to any professional right now that has free time. Um, but I think time is valuable. Like I mentioned before, time is your most valuable resource. So if you are not willing to schedule it um, and reserve it, then I would, I would ask uh, why you leave that up to other people. I would like to control my time and my schedules as much as possible, whether it be for focus time, whether it's to uh, connect with the team members. I think we all have these ideas of, you know, things we want to get to or uh, you know, matters that we want to kind of address. 
And I think reserving a time and really taking a step back to look at, you know, what is really important? What do we want to get done and scheduling it? If it's important, we should schedule it. If working out is important to you, you should put on your schedule. It is for me. If connecting with your team members on a daily uh, basis for a status update, because it helps align everybody and makes everybody feel connected in the virtual world that we live in, then you need to schedule it. Um, if you know, you've committed to uh, a, you know, a child's school event that's going to be happening right towards the end of the day and it's important, then you need to schedule it. And once it's on there, it's, it's, it's kind of like how we operate. So I would, that'd be my biggest recommendation is finding some of those free blocks and really kind of thinking, what, what can I help myself with? What can I help my team with or the firm um, that I should reserve this time for? And now that doesn't mean that I schedule every waking hour of my life. I, I want to make that perfectly clear because I do build in flexibility for certain events. Uh, but there's very rare time that over a two-week window that I haven't planned something out, even if it's to a hold, because I want to think about something or explore an idea, um, again, for, for one of the reasons I've mentioned earlier. And we talked about how, you know, the, the pandemic kind of changed everything for working professionals. And a lot of that was how they approach their work days and what their priorities are. Do you think that this approach, the really focusing on your calendar and what's realistic to get done for the day and the week, will start to become more popular as people are more intentional about what they're working on, just simply because they don't have time to do it all? I think it is. And I think as, uh, you know, you grow into more of a leadership and uh, a leadership role within your firms, within your organizations, I think this is a way to kind of gain back, in essence, um, a little bit more freedom of your schedule by still advancing a lot of the big tasks. Um, I think what also it's helped me to do by using this method is, we always talk about it, but it's, a, it's allowed me um, a lens to say no more. I think it's a one thing a lot of us, um, you know, striving leaders and, and, and people climbing within our organizations really struggle with is being able to say no for a variety of reasons. And, you know, you talk to some of the most successful people and they say, you know, be extremely focused and, and saying no is actually a, a powerful word when used correctly. And I think this method has allowed me to really say, hey, what can I say, you know, yes to? Where, where do I really want to kind of spend my time? Um, you know, before, you know, I just had my to-do list, I see a great opportunity, I just say yes. And even though that opportunity may be good, do I have the ability to execute and deliver upon that? And I think, uh, you know, the COVID time period that we lived in, we've seen a ton, ton of tremendous opportunities for all of our professionals, uh, regardless of, of how many years of experience come up. And, uh, you know, I've been involved with that. I've said yes to many of them um, as well. But I've, first and foremost, I've always kind of looked at my calendar and, and what I already have responsibilities to do and kind of look, you know, do I have the capacity to really kind of take this on? Um, because we, we need to be just as mindful about the energy that we expel as how we kind of recharge ourselves. So we don't contribute to, you know, kind of the burnout and, and uh, you know, thinking about uh, the whole great resignation and all this other stuff and really start to think about self-care and, and how we can kind of take better care of ourselves while also still feeling, um, totally vested in our firms and feeling that our contributions uh, are meaningful really at the end of the day, the week, the month of what we've contributed to our teams, our clients, and our firms. 
And it sounds like Brendan, from you mentioning, you know, giving you the ability or giving someone the ability to be able to say no and, and kind of have that be a meaningful um, no to someone because you have mm -hmm. reasons why you're saying no. It sounds like from switching to this, that there are a lot of opportunities that professionals um, can find from, you know, focusing their priorities like this, even though it might seem limiting, because like we talked about, you're working within a realistic time frame, and you're not just writing task after task down on a to-do list anymore, but instead that this can actually really help you grow as a professional in the company. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the one thing that I try to do when I do schedule my time is not only to you know schedule it in blocks, but be purposeful when I put it on there. Um, you know, our main driver is, is through Outlook and uh, the ability to like leave notes. The one thing I really try to do is um, when I schedule my time, let's just call it a 90 minute block for um, some client service specific related matters. I put my objectives, like what do I really wanna get done in those 90 minutes? And really ask myself, you know, is 90 minutes the right amount of time? It's just not throwing time out there to fill up the calendar. It's making sure that the time that I do, that I have reserved, that I know what I want to get done, and that I feel uh, confident that the time that I've allowed in myself will help me accomplish those matters um, for that specific reason. And then to your point, yeah, I think it helps you really kind of get um, very focused and narrowed on, on what we're trying to achieve. Back to the goals, you know, just for yourself, for the firm, for the, for the division or for the um, firm, it allows us to kind of really assess, you know, how is this really helping myself and my professional career or, or the firm in, in that matter? And the minute that stuff doesn't align for whatever reason, you know, I tell all my team members, whether they're a first year or, or if it's, you know, upwards of a senior manager, call a timeout, let's talk. I'm huge for alignment and making sure that everybody's on the same page from that matter. And if somebody doesn't understand kind of what they're after or, or needs clarity, or is kind of really struggling with their work, then I really say, hey, let's let's take a look at you know, how we're spending our time and what's frustrating about it. And I think you know, people that do this calendar or can at least kind of can resonate towards it, you can get to the bottom a lot quicker and help to kind of start craft a solution for anybody that might be struggling um, or finding ways to kind of gain some time back for some individuals that just feel like it's, again, the to-do list, a perpetual, will never stop working. And um, the calendar, I think, just, again, it's just a different point of view. And it allows you to know when your day starts, when you should end your day, and what you're going to pick up the very next day. And it's, it's kind of an automatic system, which is just nice in this crazy world that we live in now. And I think you touched on this in, in our conversation so far, Brandon, but how would you say that uh, a professional can make sure that this approach evolves with them, you know, as they grow in their career and their priorities evolve? Yeah, I think just start small. I mean, don't dive full in and you got to make it your own too. Um, everybody, anybody that follows this, we'd have a little bit of a different method or intake system for how they do it. Um, but I mean, if I can give kind of one small thing, just maybe after hearing hearing this conversation, take like today's notes at the close. We're all going to have them. I have them um, of whether it's with client meetings, with team members, and really kind of sort through those and really kind of assess your actionable items. I always talk about, you know, the, the, the four Ds, you know, are you going to do it yourself? Are you going to delegate it? Is this something that can be deleted, right? Do we really need to handle this? 
um, or can we defer it, right? Really help it categorize in those four buckets. And then from there, um, you know, see if it's, if it's on you to kind of do or for your team, schedule that out, figure out if you have the right answers, uh, if you need to have additional conversations, but then schedule it, hold yourself accountable from that matter. Um, and just start to, with like today's notes and start to kind of put that in there and you'll kind of see all this will start to build. And then from there, you can kind of start to look at, you know, uh, your different client service projects or your different firm initiatives and start kind of building out a plan and a system that really kind of work for you. Um, you know, the four things I really try to follow, you know, in doing this is you got to develop like an intake system that we were just talking about. You know, how do you kind of collect the things that actually need to be done? And there's various ways that you can kind of get there. You got to evaluate how, how that can kind of get onto your calendar then about, you know, when you schedule that, uh, where that should fit in, you know, what is the objectives, making sure it's purposeful. I think that's the one thing I would caution against. I think that's where this crumbles, this, this whole methodology is if we're just throwing time out there because we have a two hour gap. So we're going to put two hour blocks, really ask yourself, whatever objective you're trying to achieve, is that, is that doable in that time allotment? So again, that's the two, the evaluating piece. Um, commit, you know, commit by scheduling it, commit by when that time frame comes up, I'd say like 10 o'clock, you have a two hour block, commit to that. Make sure you leave yourself with transition time, um, but don't get into, uh, uh, you know, the fallacy or, or, hey, I'll make this up because then what happens is your schedule starts to slide. Treat your schedule just like you would treat your client meetings. Honor that time that you have blocked, commit yourself to it and really kind of dive in. And then lastly, you know, biggest advice, make sure it's flexible. Like I said, I don't schedule every minute. Things come up, wrenches happen. I get it. I move my schedule around, um, but I still, uh, at the end of the day, can make the matters, the priorities that are the most important, that mean the most, those will get done. So you still need to be flexible with your time and allow time for yourself um, to kind of recharge even throughout the day. Um, as part of your kind of normal cadence. So again, those are my, uh, you know, four things to really kind of focus on as you're kind of getting into this. And as you make it your own, you can kind of continue to build that out and, and you know, make it your own and, and, and find a system and a, a process that works for you. Thank you to Brandon for joining us to talk more about how using your calendar to prioritize your work can set you up for success. Are you a fan of the to-do list? Let me know what you use to stay on track and what you'd like to hear on the state of business at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O at ohiocpa.com. And don't forget to follow us wherever you download your podcasts. Thanks for listening.